Thanks for joining us for today's edition of Lessons for Living. His word so fresh in our hearts abound. His word made flesh in the here and now. A new life is beginning. Lord, let us hear your lessons for living. Lord, let us hear your lessons for living. Anger is not only spiritually wrong. It destroys our health. You see, when you get angry and it starts to bulge in here, and it just may not show a lot, but inside, what's happening? Well, the adrenal glands, they're expressing epinephrine, norepinephrine. It's closing down the arteries. Blood pressure goes up, affects our kidneys, affects our heart, affects our carotids, affects our brain, affects the inside of man. When growing up as a child, there may have been several times where we didn't quite understand certain rules from our parents. Rather than considering them as benefits to our safety, health, or success in life, we often saw them as controlling. This can be especially true when it comes to the Bible. In today's message, Pastor Mark discusses how many of God's laws have deeper applications that we can easily miss. In our study, Pastor Mark teaches us how guarding our heart from anger not only benefits us spiritually, but also benefits us physically and mentally. Remember, there's quite a few ways to receive a copy of Pastor Mark's teaching. We'll be sharing all that information with you at the close of this broadcast. Now, here's Pastor Mark in the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 5, verse 22, with his continuing study entitled, Anger Management. For those of you that are single parents, mom or dad, I feel for you. I don't know how you do everything you do. With all the responsibilities you have and all the things that you do, I I don't know how you do all of those things. And because of that, fatigue and frustration are real tempters in your life. I'm sure there isn't a parent here single, been married together, whatever, that sometime in your raising your children didn't discipline them at the wrong time. In other words, you disciplined them when you were angry. Not hurt them, but you disciplined them. I'm sure there isn't one parent here. Why? Well, probably because it was in the middle of the night. You just had a horrible day at work. You came me. You were just tired of whatever. You're frustrated. The kid's supposed to do this. Didn't do this. And boom, we, we disciplined out of anger. Wrong. Not to discipline. Should discipline. But not with anger. Pride is the big one. Often I try to justify my anger because, well, it's righteous anger. It's not righteous anger. It's because somebody hurt my feelings. My ego sticks out too far. And that's where the danger comes from. You see, when a family member speaks in a wrong tone or voice, boy, that can trigger it. It's displayed when a coworker does not produce the results that you think as the boss are needed. Boom, there it comes. 
Anger is experienced when the bills pile up and there's, there's no hope. And that's where that fear comes in. Man, well, how am I going to do this tomorrow? I don't know. I'm just fed up with this stuff. And it's there. Anger happens and explodes when anything out of our control goes wrong. And often anger is triggered when our opinion is ignored. Man, I went into the boss and I gave him all this thing and I thought it all the way through and I'm at the club at the neighborhood and in the homeowners thing and I've got this neat idea and everybody gets up and laughs at it. Man, I'm so angry with him I could spit. Well, what kind of anger that? That's pride. They didn't take my solution. Now, let's talk about two kinds of anger. Anger can be centered, number one, on circumstances. Circumstances. In other words, what am I angry at? What am I angry at? That one is very common in all of our lives. Let me give you an illustration how that goes. Is there anybody here that has trouble like I do? That when I'm in Publix, I always seem to get in the line. You already know, don't you? It looks short. You get in this little line, you have a few items, there's two people in front of you, and now you notice, you know, has this big sign, no checks. And you watch this person fumbling through their purse while and they bring out the checkbook. And they gotta bring, oh, I can't find my license. And you're like, no checks, no checks. Now don't laugh at me. You've been there. By the way, anger is not only spiritually wrong it destroys our health you see when you get angry and it starts to bulge in here and it just mm, may not show a lot but inside what's happening well the adrenal glands they're expressing epinephrine norepinephrine it's closing down the arteries blood pressure goes up affects our kidneys affects our heart affects our carotids affects our brain infects the inside of man. Well, I'm there in that line, and all of those things are happening, and then all of a sudden she gets her check out, and they can't find a price on this sucker. <laughs> Click, there goes the light, blink, blink, blink. You've been there, haven't you? And you're sitting back there, praise the Lord, he does good things to me. You're such an awesome God. I don't think so. And then, invariably, she leaves, he leaves, you move up, you got your stuff there, there's one in front of you. And you know, there was only two lanes open, and all of a sudden, all Chuck people to the front. Now there's eight things open and everybody's zipping right out to their car and here you are, blocked in by another guy behind you. You see, in life, lots of things, circumstances, are just out of our control. What are you going to do with that? What are you going to do with it? They're just out of our control. So how do I handle that? You get in your car. You're going down Wickham. And... You know what you say. When are they going to ever six-lane this road? Where is that circle road that's supposed to go around all this so we don't have this trouble? Where is it? Praise God from whom all... Yeah, no, we're, we're angry. 
By the way, the road that's been promised, you know, the, the circle road that's been promised from Palm Bay all the way out to here, that won't happen until about the end of the rapture, so just relax. <laughs> We're not going to be here anyway, so it doesn't matter. Okay? Now, how do we handle circumstances we can't control? Here's something very spiritual. Now, listen to me. Chill out. You can't control them. What can you do about them? You can't do anything about them. Now, if I can do something about a circumstance, that's fine. If I can't, chill out. Life is filled with that. Go fill up your car this afternoon. You know, you have to get a loan to fill up your car. What are you going to do about that? Well, I'm lousy oil companies. Okay, now that you said that, now what? And you go out and buy the next biggest car you can get, then you complain the whole time. No. Well, if you get one of them little small ones, you know, the hybrids, now we hear you got to keep it for 43 years to break even because of the cost extra you paid. That makes a lot of sense, doesn't it? And then you get even more. I brought a hybrid. No, just chill out. Why should I chill out? Because you'll never change a lot of the things that you have no control over, and neither do I. Scripturally, here's what God says. He says, I'm sovereign. All things work together for good to those who love the Lord. It's a minor issue, really. There's a lot of other things to get upset at. Don't get upset at that which you can't control. Number two, anger can be centered on people. Who am I angry at? My own self, my spouse, the children, my boss, life in general. Some of you this morning are here, you're mad, angry at God. You see, this is the area, broken relationships and anger that Jesus is going to address. He's not going to talk about the circumstance one. He's going to address the people one. Now, the first illustration in verse 22 talks about how to handle anger. How? It's not just good to know that anger is wrong and dangerous. I, I need to know how to anger it. So we've talked about the danger and the cause. In a moment, we're going to talk about how to control all of it. So this is what Jesus is going to do. Look at verse 22. But I tell you that anyone who is angry with his brother will be subject to judgment. So it sounds pretty, pretty severe. Anyone who says to his brother, Raka, is answerable to the Sanhedrin. I know some of you out there saying, Pastor Mark, I'm home free on that one, baby. I haven't said rock at anybody in three or four weeks. It's not an issue to me at all. But anyone who says, by the way, this next one will get you. Anyone who says, you fool, look at the danger here. This is Jesus speaking, will be in danger of the, the fire of hell. What is Jesus talking about? He's trying to show how people can get to the external thing of murder. In other words, it's just a little pathway of words. That pretty soon this anger inside these words, and all of a sudden we've done something that we cannot believe. Because it starts in the heart. The first word, raka, simply means empty-headed, idiot, worthless, You'll never amount to anything. You lazy. The second one, fool, we think we know what fool means. The first one is always about our mental things, raka. It's about the, 
the mental ability of a person. The second one, fool. In the Bible, fool is always morality. It's about the character of a person. So what are these words really talking about? Well, they show a heart full of hate and anger and contempt. You see, when I say to a person, you idiot, you'll never amount to anything. And you know where we hear most of those words? In the home. Husbands talking to wives, wives talking to husbands, parents talking to kids, kids talking back to mom. Dad, mom, you're an idiot. You don't understand the things of today. Well, when we do all of those things, why is God so angry with that? Because he made all of us. You and I this morning were made in the image of God. So when I say to a person, you idiot, that's contempt against God. He didn't make junk. They are not an idiot. I'm just angry at them. And that's my way. You say, well, they're only words. Words are just like bullets in murder. And they destroy people. Oh, did they destroy people. And somebody say, well, that's just my temperament. No, that's your sin nature, not your temperament. And Jesus says, well, you'll go to court. Or if you're not careful, be confined to hell. Why? Because you have, a, you have this heart full of hate and anger and contempt for people. You devalue them. Can you imagine me saying to my wife, honey, you, you're stupid. You just never amount to it. Well, I would probably never say that to her. Well, maybe in an argument. But maybe I've said to my best friend, you know, my wife, you know, she, just, she can't do anything right. And I, I'm always on her case. Or the wife saying out to, to the gal shopping, you know, my husband, what a lazy bum. You know, guy, he's, he's just, a, Really? You're doing that? And it's okay? No, it isn't okay. It's sinning against God. Because you're saying to that loved one of yours, or worker of yours, or friend of yours, what you're saying is simply hurting, hateful, demeaning, insulting, humiliating words. And you're really saying them against God. You say, well, Pastor Mark, man, it's awful quiet in here. Well, God took it pretty serious. You see, we just flip the words around. But God says, no, 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 no. You're going to be in danger of judgment. So Jesus says to these people sitting in front of him, anger contains this seed of murder. This abusive language is kind of the spirit of murder. And that cursing language implies the very desire to murder. And God will judge us for our unrighteous anger. So the first thing we'll learn is how to handle anger against a brother or friend. The second one, and we see in verse 25 and 26, we'll be there in a moment. What do I do when I have an adversarial problem? Not somebody I love, not a brother, not a sister, not a friend. But what about somebody who I'm having a real trouble with, a dispute with? How am I going to handle that? Handle that? Before we get there, let's talk about the solution to anger. The solution to anger. Now, I want to take a moment, and I'm going to stop here. I'm just going to do it in about two minutes, but I want to challenge you. I thought a lot about this, and I want you to understand my heart this morning. Let's go back 2,000 years ago. We're here, Sermon on the Mount. We're on the side there in Galilee. Jesus is teaching us. And Jesus says to his disciples, they'd never heard this before. They didn't know that what comes out of my mouth is, is the same as putting a knife in somebody. What? 
You mean it's the intent of what's inside? And it, it, by the way, if I have a bottle of Coke this morning, and I shake that bottle up like, and I open the screw cap, what happens to the Coke? And you say, well, the reason is you shook the bottle up. No, that's not the right answer. The reason it comes out is because it was in the bottle. Let me ask you this morning. Why do you explode? Well, it's some circumstances got me all shooken up. No, it's because anger and bitterness is inside you. It's not the shaking. So here's the disciples. This is like, wow. Wow, this is all new. And I thought about that. What will they do to learn this teaching now? What will they do to learn it? Well, what do we do today? We're going to sign up for a 12-week anger management course. 12-step program. We're going to go buy a book in the bookstore. We're going to get a tape. We're going to get a CD series from somebody. Well, let's go back 2,000 years ago. No bookstores. No books. No tapes. No 12-week courses. Well, I guess they didn't solve the problem, did they? Well, they did. How'd they do it? God. Oh, it can't be that easy. Can it be, Pastor Mike? Now, don't get me wrong. Am I for books? Yes. In fact, I've written two. We're working on getting those out. God gave me actually another one just this week that I'm going to be working on. Three. So I'll have my own book. Cool. Great. We love books. We have a bookstore. I love them. Great things. Do we have a ministry here for tapes and DVDs? No. For sure. We love them. Terrific. Do we have small groups that have talk about anger and talk about marriage and talk about raising kids? And Yes, I love them. I love all of them. But let me come back to one thing. And that's you. Resolve in your heart that you're going to solve the problem with your creator. Everything else is bogus. They didn't have any of this. And they got it. It's because they listened to the God who lived inside of them. You'll see this later in the teaching. God lives in you today. The solution to your anger is not a 12-week course. It's not the newest book. It's not the greatest tape. It's All those things are fine. Do you understand since January, how many info commercials have we seen on a new diet that's going to... Miraculous. How many info commercials have you... Don't, I didn't ask how many you bought one. I just asked how many you saw it. How many of you seen a new exercise deal that's going to put you into shape since the beginning? I mean, now we're rolling over balls. We're just, I mean, I take this to India. People are crazy. What do you do? Roll? Oh, I'm getting in shape. I'm rolling over a ball. We're amazing, aren't we? And of course, there's only $99.95. But while we buy all this stuff, Americans are in worse shape physically, more overweight than they've ever been before. Why? Because programs don't work because the person isn't interested in really changing. That was the whole problem. The Jews, hey, teach us. Wow, that's cool. Nice teaching. Nice teaching. As long as I do the external things, I'm cool. That's where we are in the church today. Pastor Mark, I came. I checked my thing off. I'm here. I gave some money this morning. What's your problem? I don't have a problem. Where's your heart? You see, we expect to go to God and go, I'm here. Well, how's your heart? I don't care about my heart. Went to church, took communion. He's not interested. You're going to see in a moment, he's not interested at all in that. And we are going to be so shocked because our hearts didn't match what was really taking place on the outside. So as I go through the end of this, I want to challenge you this morning. 
It's not about a program. I love books. I love tapes. They're helpful. It's great to be in a group. You should be in a group. You absolutely should be in a group. But my friends, if your heart isn't ready for God to change it, who lives in you, none of the rest of the stuff will ever work. There's where we're at. Now, let me give you this morning God's anger management program. It's not man's. It's God's. If you're here in whatever area of sin in your life, next week we'll talk about lust and we'll talk about all those kind of things. Whatever happens in all of our lives, and lust isn't only sexual, I have to admit, number one, the problem before I can get well. I have to admit it. In the scripture, we'll see in a moment that the person admits that there's an issue and they're going to resolve it. So I have to admit If I have a problem in some area, I can't deny it. I can't cover it up. I can't justify it. I have to admit it. Let me give you something very quickly, what happened to me. And I try to use my own life because I'm just like you, exactly like you. Friday morning, I'm in the office. And within one hour, I had two of the problems of anger. One over a circumstance that was really out of my control. I had been trying to resolve something and nothing to do with the church. It was a personal issue. I've been trying to do something for months and months and months. And finally a bank called me and said, you need to do this. And then I do a lot of online banking and stuff. And there was an issue that got messed up. So I'm on the phone. And I've been on the phone forever trying to get, can't get to a supervisor or whatever. And I'm thinking, and God says, uh, by the way, what, what are you teaching on this weekend? Oh, I, uh, let me put you on hold for a moment. God, no, I got to get this thing. So I'll, I'll come back to you in a moment. No, he spoke to me. After I got that thing resolved, I got off the phone, here comes the mail, and I got a letter. Has nothing to do with here. Nothing. No person here, so relax. But it's a personal issue. I read the letter. Mm -hmm. I had to admit, I didn't handle either one of those exactly right. Now, you know, I didn't go out and kill somebody or whatever. My secretary actually was on vacation, so I was cool there. Everything was fine. (laughs) But I knew I hadn't handled it right. You'll never solve your problems. Whatever it is, lust, drugs, anger, bitterness, unforgiveness, adultery. Unless you admit, number one, you have a problem. So number two, if I have a problem, what am I going to do with it? Well, I don't sign up for a 12-week course. I go to God. He's my solution. God's my help. His power is the only thing that's going to change my life. So number two, ask God for help, rely on His power. You see... Anger is such a common experience throughout the, our world that the Bible just speaks about it. It speaks about the dangers of anger and how to get rid of it. Let me share with you a couple things that happened. This week also, and I never watched Dr. Phil. I mean, I think he's got in, in, a, in a basis without God, obviously, in it. He has some common sense things that I think are pretty good. Well, I have to turn it on one night, flipping through, and I saw he was going to talk about marriage, so I said to my wife, I'm going to watch this first one. Well, we ended up watching both. Anger is something that each of us deals with in our lives. For some of us, it can be from time to time, while for others, we struggle on a day-to-day basis. In today's edition of Lessons for Living, Pastor Mark taught us the importance of being mindful of our anger. In our study, we learned how to be better aware of the source and how to better deal with it in our lives. Pastor Mark also taught us that it's not just spiritually that anger affects us, but physically as well. Thanks so much for joining us today. Pastor Mark will continue to go through this series in the next edition of Lessons for Living. 
To add today's message to your study library, simply log on to LessonsForLivingRadio.com and select the Order a Message option from the main menu. The cost for each CD is $5, and that includes shipping. Again, to place an order for a CD, simply log on to LessonsForLivingRadio.com and select the Order a Message option from the main menu. Now here's Josh with today's message number and title. Thanks. The message number from today's broadcast is 3344, and the title of this message is Anger Management. Again, today's message number is 3344, and the title of this message is Anger Management. Place a marker in your Bibles and join us next time as Pastor Mark teaches us about the importance of having the desire to change. No matter how many self-help books or instructional videos we take in, Pastor Mark will teach us that most important is the desire to make that change. In our study, Pastor Mark will teach us that by combining our desire with the strength of God, we can turn our biggest struggles into victories. We've run out of time today, but we do encourage you to tune in next time as Pastor Mark will continue sharing with us in the Gospel of Mark. That's next time on Lessons for Living. Yeah.